Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, amen, my beloved. Today is the sixth Saturday of the uh, last week of the Holy Great uh, 50 days. Um, and the theme of this week, uh, and the same gospel we'll read tomorrow as well, is the fact that uh, the Lord said, in the world you have tribulations, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. And if you remember the events that happened so far, is the ascension was last Thursday. So between the ascension and the Pentecost during these 10 days, the Lord is no longer appearing to the uh, disciples or the apostles. He has ascended. Um, but there's still this promise of giving them the Holy Spirit. So during these 10 days, they're in this eager expectation for the descent of the Holy Spirit uh, upon them. Um, and he leaves them or he tells them or the church reminds us of these words what the Lord said that he has overcome uh, the world and that there is victory for um, uh against all of the powers of the evil through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. So we shouldn't lose heart. And the, the mission of the church was not an easy mission, and it's not an easy mission even to this day. They're going to preach a message that is foreign and perhaps is hostile to many different ideologies um, at the time and even until now, and they're going to preach this good news knowing that they will be facing uh, this persecution uh, and resistance. But he reminds them to not lose heart because he has overcome uh, the world. Um, the world will always be in opposition to the church. And this should not surprise us. We look around today and we'll find almost seemingly, you know, the church is being attacked from every corner of society. Um, and this, again, shouldn't surprise us, nor should we lose heart. Because it's always been the case and it, since the inception of the church. So... Two quick points for today, for this morning, is that the Lord uh, wants to encourage us as we embark on this journey of spreading his good news to the world, wants us to remember two things. Number one is that we will face hardships. This is the reality. He says what? You will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice. So perhaps amongst, in the midst of this hardship that we're going through as Christians or trying to live a godly and Christian life, we will leap and lament. And we can lament and weep about many things. We can lament about the status of and the decline of the society as a whole. I can lament over my own sins and my struggle to maintain a pure and holy life amidst all of the uh, nonsense and uh, um, uh, corruption that's in the world. I can lament over my children and their future. You know, the, the Lord tells us there will be a day where people will wish that they never gave birth. You know, so we can weep about and lament about all of these different uh, things. But what does he tell us? He says, and you will be sorrowful. Yes, but he says what? Your sorrow will be turned into joy. There will be a day, maybe not now, certainly in the future, that this sorrow will turn into joy. Even if it's not here on this earth, it will be turned into joy in the kingdom of heaven. Because the crown will be waiting for all those who labored and endured and uh, uh, and living and sharing the truth until their last breath. And there will be a reward for all those who have done this. So our mourning will certainly be turned into joy. And this is what we kind of need to hang our hat on. That this mourning, this sorrow and lamenting and all the things that we see in this world will one day be turned into joy and all of the uh, lies and the falsehood will be brought to naught and the truth will be made manifest to all. Um, However, when we speak about the joy that we will have later, 
it's a, yes, it's about our reward that's promised to us, but it's in no way a joy that is filled with vengeance uh, against those who perhaps consider themselves to be our enemies. So I'm not sitting here praying that the Lord come quickly so he can take vengeance on those who maybe stole from me, took advantage of me, or the government who did this for me and didn't give me what I wanted. I'm not wishing for the end and for their judgment and their destruction. I wish actually for their salvation, everyone's salvation. They know the truth and be saved by the truth. But this eager expectation and this hope for the joy is that there will be no more sorrow, mourning, groaning, sin. Every good thing that is in my heart that I wish will be easily met. There will be no resistance no longer. Then he says to us, uh, the second point is to ask the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus and you will receive it. Ask and you will receive. What is it that we ask for? What is it that we ask for and that the Lord promises that we shall receive? We can ask for many things. We can ask for things that are for personal gain, to boost my ego. I can ask for materialistic things that are temporary in this world and that will pass away. Or I can ask for things that are for the welfare of others, for things that grow in my, for my attachment to the Lord. Lord, help me and teach me how to pray. Help me to love how to pray. When I ask these kinds of requests to the Lord, do you think he will give it to me earnestly? Yes, he'll give it to me. This is for your salvation. If you ask anything from the Lord so that I can offer what this gift is to my brethren for their salvation, will he not give it to us? Yes, he'll give it to us. If he sees that this is something that will bring him glory and keep you humble also at the same time. This is why with any request that we ask um, in any situation, we always ask the request tied to the appropriate amount of humility with it. If you want a gift, if you want to be successful in your career, we always ask, Lord, give me this. And if you choose to give it to me, give me the humility to go along with it. Because any good thing that we take can lead us to pride, or he gives us can lead us to pride and ultimately our destruction. So we must ask, for humility along with whatever it is that we're asking uh, for him. Um, So I think if we ask for the salvation of others and how the gifts that God has given me, how I can serve others for the glory of his name, he will give us these things. At the end of the day, we're we're asking with the backdrop of salvation. My salvation and the salvation of my brethren who are around me. When we ask this way, he will receive according to the abundance of his grace. May God grant us uh, during these last uh, couple of uh, days, during these holy 50 days, to realize that we have a mission to preach to the world and to share the good news. And we will face hardships and tribulations, but reminded of the hope of the afterlife and where all joy will be given to us. And number two, remember we're supported by him when we ask in his name according to his will. To God be the glory forever. Amen.